The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. I am Chris Creston, and I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy, and he's the guy you're really tuned in to hear and it's been uh, it's been a crazy year it's been a crazy year for people's money for people's finances it's been crazy years for, for people's lives it's really unlike anything that uh, we've had and you know it's uh, we're counting down towards the end of the year we tend to start looking back a little bit at the year that was and what we've experienced what uh, the shared experience has been strange the individual experience has been strange but uh, uh, you know some of us have had it worse off than others and some of us have been able to even you know capitalize on the situation as you, I'm sure you can tell uh, there are some businesses that are thriving right now others that are suffering but uh, it's always important to have someone like Kelvin the money guy at your side to help you with your money life and help you with those decisions that you have to make to try to make it through any year, let alone a crazy year like 2020. I'll uh, throw out Kelvin's number before I bring him on the air here. AskKelvin.ca, by the way, is his website. That's Ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And you can call him anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Kelvin, how you doing today? All right, Chris. How you doing? Good, good. You know, it's... Uh, Sort of a bittersweet time of year. Yeah. I'm uh, taking a little bit of time off after our show, and right. uh, but it's the it's not the same. It's not uh, we don't have as much to look forward to for family time and things like that. But I think most of us also, you know, I, I think it, some people are. So, it's it's a guilty feeling, but you're kind of yeah. happy for a little bit of downtime as well. Yeah. A, a little bit less expectation and less pressure. Maybe a little less pressure on your pocketbook you know when i am doing my christmas shopping often kelvin i will uh buy a lot of just in case bottles and so that's sort of like you know you don't know who you're gonna see when you go over to so-and-so's house so you should probably bring an extra bottle just in case the neighbor shows up or something like that so i i hadn't even thought about it till right now but i'm probably gonna save a little bit of money based on that i haven't had to buy those just in case bottles Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's been a strange year. That's that's what it goes without saying. I mean, you know, it's 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 a funny thing as we count down to the final weeks of this year. The one biggest takeaway from this COVID um, has proven that you know Canadians really need a financial and a financial advisor to help to handhold them through all of this stuff. Look what we've been through. You know, it's going to go down without saying that. Uh, 2020 will go down as the strangest year that in our lives, I would imagine, right? Um, yeah, I, I can't we, imagine. Uh, you know, some people, some old people, older people may have some slightly stranger years, maybe through the war, but otherwise, the most of us yeah, have most not of us, experienced yeah. anything like this. Yeah. Oh yeah, just reflecting on this year, it's like it's like we have a decade's worth of events have unfolded. Yeah. In one in one in one year. Everything that could possibly happen happened. Who would have thought last? Who would have thought in January, February, that we'd go through this? You know, think of all, think of how the year started. We had the uh, what do we have? The wildfires, the fires in Australia, right? Uh, impeachment of Trump, 
tensions with Iran. Kobe died. Weinstein got convicted. The COVID started and the death of George Floyd. If you sum up the, the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't even get to the election. And, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So look at all the things that have happened. One thing I've learned is that, um, uh, like I say, I think uh, we really need, you really need a financial, financial planners can play a, a key role in rebuilding Canadians, like our confidence as we go forward. So I think if you don't have one, you know, reach out to someone, reach out to me, reach out to someone um, and, you know, and chart out your, your next three to five years of your money life. Not actually, not only your money life, your personal life, because not only do we guide you, not only should we guide you with money, but we should also guide you in other things that you may do uh, with your life. Because like we say, the show is about your life and your money, right? Yeah, and you know what? I think that a lot of people have probably experienced, especially you don't notice it in good times, but you notice it in bad times or in sort of questionable times and mm-hmm. sort of times that make you look back and think, well, what, what am I doing right now? You know, when things are good, you put it on autopilot. You sort of feel yeah. around in the dark and you just go right. through and you're not worried about it. And and that's true of so many things in life, but especially with your money. And you, you, know, you maybe you're receiving your statements and stuff and you look at them and mm-hmm. it looks good to me. I don't know. Not going to call Kelvin, not going to call my money guy. But you, you when things start going wrong, you, you start... It, if you're smart, you start admitting to yourself how little you actually understand about what your money is doing and what's going on. And that's why you need a professional to handle it. Because honestly, I can tell you, I started looking at things and thinking, I don't really, I I think I I thought I knew, you know, I think I'm a smart guy. I think I understand a lot of this stuff, but I don't do it day in day out. And I don't have the benefit of decades of experience to offer to to really guide my decisions so a lot of what i'm doing is you know closing my eyes and throwing the dart and that's not necessarily the smartest thing to do so that's why you need someone on your side and and the thing is we as financial planners we have learned a lot of things um you know since march to now how to react with clients how to you know speak to them and not only talk about money but you know remember most people have been locked up at home since march and the only interaction they have is with family and so on. So when they talk to me, a stranger, it's like a relief. You know, they can tell me their feelings their thoughts about everything that happened um, as an outsider. So that's one thing that we've learned, we should have learned, is that. Now, we've come a long way from March. You know, in March, we had the worst day ever in the stock market. And then a week after, we had the best day ever. So, you know... Luckily, government stepped in and, uh, you know, to support people and take away some of the fear and panic that we felt in the spring, right? Um, so the economy improved. Uh, who would have thought in a pandemic the Dow would break 30,000? It's incredible in a year like this where the markets have done very well for themselves. It's, it's pretty crazy, actually, Kevin. I was looking at the uh, uh, TSX chart and just uh, looking back, panning out to the entire year. And when you look at it, it's crazy. And it reminded me of looking at the same charts back in March and seeing 
down, 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 just in, yeah. in, in yeah. the matter of a couple of days and thinking, where are we going to go from here? What's going to happen? And I remember you know, feeling pretty scared about the whole thing. Oh, and, was. you know, talking to you and you were pretty reassuring. And, you know, lo and behold, we're almost back to sort of the same levels on that chart that we were just before things started to go bad. It's it's right. pretty It's pretty amazing to see that kind of situation unfold. And it, it makes you think, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you talked about how much you would make if you invested on the day of the lowest low right. and, how, and how much money yeah. you could have made if you were that brave, if you had put in your money and, and bought while everyone was selling. Right. And, and you know, it's an encouraging sight, uh, sign to see that Canada has recovered just about 80% of the 3 million jobs that was lost in the beginning of the year. So we're fighting back, we're climbing back. Remember, people, human beings are very, very resilient, you know, and we'll go through trial and tribulation, but we always come out of it, you know. So while the worst is behind us, you know, and they say, I hope they're right, like our biggest challenge, like the biggest challenge lies ahead in the sense that there's rebounds. We've seen, some people say there's a K. Uh, rebound. There's a V rebound. There's a U. There's a W. There's a L. Who knows? We don't know. Nobody seems to know what kind of rebound we're adding to. The K one always confuses me, to tell you the truth, Kelvin, because I can <laughs> picture a V. I can picture a W. I can picture a U. I can't yeah. really picture how we rebound in a K. <laughs> yeah. So, so the K is, you know, what it tells us is that it, when we look at the economy as a whole, there's different types of industries. So if you notice uh, that with the K recovery, some industries are recovering faster than others. When you look at airlines and cruise ships and so on, they're, they're the ones with the Ks going down. When you look at the K, I get it now. yeah. So when you look at Amazon and Walmart and, and when you look at companies that have redefined themselves, they're the ones that are sending the, they're the ones like the K, you know, the up and the K. Right. The up so, section of the right side of the K for for those right. playing at home. Yeah, yeah. So that's really what's happening. So there's a fundamental shift and a fundamental change going on in the way that we invest money, the way money managers invest money. And I think I always say, um, and then after the break, you know, we'll I'll, I'll kind of talk about how to adjust your portfolio to take advantage of 2021. Right. We'll get, continue with that. We'll, Talk about a whole lot more, you know, wrapping up 2020 here and uh, continuing looking forward to 2021 in your life and your money. This is your life, your money with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget, you can always reach Kelvin at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. A whole lot more of your life, your money coming up on the other side of the break here on global news radio 640 toronto and thank you for making this part of your sunday morning oh kelvin it's been a crazy year well remember 2020 was the year of the wrapping right in the chinese oh yeah calendar, right? yeah right and and it, what it represents is the and this might seem weird it, it represents um stability and longevity so is that true or not i don't know i think i think it does i guess it depends right? It depends because well, you know, we, before the break, we were talking, Kelvin, about a K-shaped recovery and, you know, watching sort of that downside at the beginning, then up 
for some and down for others. And I just, a quick question uh, before we move on from that, you know, a lot of people, obviously you look at the stock market, it's on the upside of that recovery. So publicly traded right. companies seem to be doing right. pretty well. Uh, we know that a lot of businesses and restaurants, especially as we enter into, you know, an unknown stage of lockdown are probably mm. not doing as well. Is there any advice that you can give for people who are on that downside of the K versus the upside? So the people on the downside of the K, you know, again, I'm actually the upside. Look at your portfolios. Maybe people on the downside that have RSPs, um, maybe take some out to help you buy to buy some time until, you know, we get into the new year. Yeah, you're going to pay the taxes now, but if you're on the downside, it means you're in a lower tax bracket anyhow, so it's probably the ideal thing to do. And as we get better and we move on through the years to come, build back the RSP or, or you know, something like that. That's why I think you really need to, people really need to sit down with an advisor because we look from the outside in. We have no emotions attached to what you do. Right. And I think that's the biggest advisor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, think about this as we come to the end of the year. Um, this, we started off, we're going to finish the year the way we started. When we look at the stock markets, the first two months of the markets, we hit record highs. The last, actually, we just had the best November ever. Wow. Yeah. So we're ending, we're ending the year the way we started it. Um, you know, with strong market reports. The S&P, um, you know, which is really a, a real, um, a, a real, um, uh, of the economy, a real measure of the economy, it's up about 65% since March. So we're on track to finish the year up about 14% because of the dip that we had. So things are looking well. Um, you know, this this year will book will be bookended by two different types of bull market. Uh, we went we lived through a bear market in the middle of the year, March till um, I guess October, and this scenario happened before. The re, in our recent memory was 1987. People remember 87, the big crash, and exactly the same thing that happened then has happened now. So people that are listening. If you invested money in the 90s, the end of 87 in the 90s, most of you have, if you stayed the course, have probably tripled, quadrupled your money. Now, along those ways, we had all kinds of terrorist attacks and all kinds of stuff that happened, right? And yet our money did well. So I guess the takeaway is, you know, sit down with your advisor and plan out and look at your portfolio and readjust it to take advantage of what's to come in the next few years. Because as the stimulus rolls out, I mean, they're almost close to, um, in the US, uh, giving the stimulus. And it's gonna be a lot of money that's, uh, that, you know, that's coming out. $908 billion in stimulus. Wow. So that's just gonna take the markets to another level. Remember in our last chat, last uh, show, we said it took how many years for the Dow Jones to get to where it did? Well, we already crossed the 30,000. So when will it get to 40,000? Probably in the next, I would say, based on what we see, probably the next eight years, maybe, maybe even quicker. Wow. 
So if you're invested in the markets through your RSPs, your pension plans, your TFSAs, whatever you may have, sit down and readjust and get ready for the next surge. Um, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot mm-hmm. of money on that table, so there's a lot of opportunity there presented if you've got the right plan. And that's why it's important to have a financial advisor like Kelvin, the money guy, on your side. I'll throw out his number right now. I know I normally do it before and after the break, but 416-457-7526. Whatever side of the recovery you're on, whatever uh, walk of life you're in, it's important to have an advisor on your side. 416-457-7526. 416-457-PLAN and askkelvin.ca. Yeah, you know, people, I I always get the... um questions about man the markets are too high so i'm not going to invest yet i'm going to wait well how do we know it's Mm -hmm. too high we don't know right Mm -hmm. um you know the markets are going to go higher because there's no other place to invest your money um interest rates are an all-time low so you're not going to make any money there you know so at the end of the day the only playground they say is the stock market so get your money in we've history has proven that through all these things that have happened to us in the in the world, the markets are very resilient. Companies, remember when you invest money in the stock markets, you're investing in corporations. So the sole purpose of a corporation is to make money for the shareholder. Mm-hmm. So it means that if they have to lay off people and close down plants, that's what they got to do to make money. So everything will eventually come back up. So you really need time on your side, you know, and be patient and you'll be well. We're coming to the end of the year. It's a nice time. You know, we can't go anywhere. So it's a great time to sit and reflect on where we were and where do we want to be at this time next year? Where do we want to be as far as our money goes, our paid down, our debt, that kind of stuff, you know? Uh, studies have revealed that 40% of Canadians said that they're stretched with their bank accounts and might not be able to withstand another financial emergency. That's a huge number, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's so important, I think, that we um, that we sit down and have some uh, you know put pen to paper and have some thoughts for down the road. I mean, we're in the second wave, and it I guess the second wave I guess is. From the numbers, I think we hit 500,000, they said in the news this morning. Yeah. It's huge, man, eh? Compared to where we were. It's a lot. It's a lot. And you know, when you look at you know, talk about recoveries, COVID sort of recovered, looking at the hospitalization numbers, and you see a, a real V shape recovery for COVID in the bad sense, in that, you know, in yeah. the summer we yeah. were able to see it go down, but it's come right back up to where it was in the first wave. And you, you can argue with COVID numbers when it comes to the actual case count because we weren't really testing that many people in the beginning so if it looks like it was really really low and now it's really really high you can say well that's sort of an illusion based on the fact that we weren't testing anyone and now we're testing like everyone people a day but if you look at the hospitalization numbers those are definitely back up so it's you know it's we've got the vaccine that's amazing. It's amazing to see what these uh, pharmaceutical companies and what these scientists have been able to come out with when you know, really tasked with a, a sing- singular task to, mm-hmm. to move forward and have this breakthrough with a vaccine, with several vaccines coming out and 
people now getting them in their arms. And right. that's going to mean good things for 2021. Now, it's still we're still in the middle of this thing. So until <laughs> there's a lot of people vaccinated, it's not going to make that much of a difference. So that's why I think it's important to be careful about what your money is doing right now as well. You know, it's for those who are, you know, like you said, people who are stretched and their bank accounts are not going to be able to stand another mm -hmm. emergency or another crisis. And even those who have, you know, we've got high numbers of people who are just sitting on cash right now, too. I think a lot of people have learned from this experience. It's kind of nice to have that cushion. It's like when you, you've got an old pillow and then you think, well, you know, this pillow is pr pretty good. It's been with me for a little while. You get a new one and you don't realize how nice it is to have that yeah. cushion. And you, I didn't know how bad I had it. And you didn't know. Uh, I think a lot of us probably didn't really know how bad we had it when we were pretty close to being paycheck to paycheck. And then all of a sudden you've got some money in the bank and you see that right. savings there and you realize, well, you know what? I'm okay. If something bad happens, I've got a little bit there. And whether it's in your TFSA or it's in your RSP, like you said, there's there you've got some recourse if times go bad mm -hmm. and you need to dip into those savings. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because this is really a defining moment for us. It's what we do now will have impact for years to come with our money, right? When you think of what has gone on, the economy, the, the stock market recovery, it's really bizarre because the economy is not doing as well. So not always, not always do the stock market recovery, um, you know, hinges on the economy because we're still a lot of people still out of work, yet we're in record uh, territory as far as we go. So the, the stock markets are a place to be. Like I say, you really have to, uh, it's a defining moment for us. We really need to sit down and plan out. And I think as us as financial advisors, this is an opportunity for our uh, profession to step up to the challenge and lead the way towards renewal for people. Um, you know, so I think we, I think our job on a go forward is going to be harder, I think. So the advisor that you deal with, I think we need to redefine ourselves and our whole approach to what we do. Not only do we have to uh, think about the stock markets going up and down, which most of us did over all these years, you know, the pandemic taught us that, uh, you know, people should maybe have some money in cash. Maybe have a reserve, which is more to build up now. So a lot of lessons learned, not only for people and companies, but for us as in our profession. Um, so I would say, you know, if you don't have an advisor, get one or call me. If you have an advisor, sit down with them and look at the big picture. You know, refocus. Look at, you know, refocus on things that you can do. Um, don't just, you know... Don't just focus on, um, you know, actually what to do is control the things that you can control and leave all the other things how it is, right? We can't control the stock markets, mm -hmm. we can't, but we can control where we're going to be in the stock markets, right? And I think a lot of people, especially through COVID, are probably looking around their lives, taking a, a little assessment of things, seeing what they can control and what they can't control. And you think, well, you know what, I can't necessarily move right now uh, but i can maybe do a little 
tweaking a little home renovation or something mm-hmm. like that right. or you look around and and you think well you know i i not that happy with my financial situation but i can make a little tweak and i can make a, a few little changes to make it a place that i'm going to survive a little bit better and i'm going to uh, capitalize a little bit more on and you know the advisor is a big part of that. So you know, sadly, I think a lot of people are looking around at their spouses right now and thinking, "Well, is this really the person I want to be in the long haul with?" And people might look at their advisors too, and they're thinking, "Well, I haven't heard from this person all year long. How am I exactly. supposed to do anything with that?" We'll talk more exactly. about the the need for an advisor and talk about uh, some of the lessons that advisors have learned throughout the year as well as your life, your money continues here with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget, you can always reach Kelvin at askkelvin.ca. You can listen to past shows there as well. Askkelvin.ca, ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Your life, your money here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money. Preston here with Kelvin, the money guy. And we've been talking about the the year in your money, the year in our lives here that has been 2020 and just sort of all the ups and downs of it. And uh, seeing that for all the downs, there have been some ups to it as well. And <laughs> we've been talking about sort of the the need to have a, a navigator in, in, in these rough waters and have someone there right. to help you in an objective viewpoint on your money. And uh, Kelvin, before we get too much into that, we do have a caller on the line. I don't want him to wait too sure. long. We've got uh, Jerry in Unionville calling and Jerry got a question about uh, TFSAs and mortgages. Jerry, what's up? What's your question? Hi, thanks for taking the call. Um, I have an opportunity to invest in second mortgages and get quite a good return. Is that something that I can put in my TFSA? I've not really used it up till now. Uh, so say that you want you you have an opportunity to, to do second mortgages. Is that something you can put in your TFSA? Is that, yes, that's a question. Private, private mortgages, yes. So can I? Again, I'm going to get anywhere from 10 to 15% return, and I'd like to be able to put that that um, interest earned into my TFSA. Do I put the whole the whole amount in, or? Well, you have to watch first of all the limits, right? So the limit um, right now is 69,500. Yeah. Um, come January 1st, at least I guess it'll be 70,000. Or other amounts, you're allowed to put six thousand in. So you have to watch for that. Yes, you could put it in there, but you have to make sure that you stay within the limits. Otherwise, there's heavy penalties that you have to pay. Okay. So, do I, example, if it's a fifty thousand dollar second mortgage, do I put that in there, and then when I get the interest from that, that all stays in there? Yeah. You know, that's an interesting question because you can't use the TFSA as, as like a bank account. So if you take if you put the money in today, um, you, you know you, you can't put it back to, till the beginning of the year. Be, you know what to do. Why don't you give me a call off here? It's an okay. interesting question you have, and and I can give you the answer. It's a long, complicated answer. Okay. So call me off here. Yeah. All right. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Jerry. And uh, Jerry, uh, if you're still listening, I'll give you the number to call Kelvin off the air four one six. 
4577526. I'll throw it out a few times throughout the show, so if you missed it, you can always write it down 416457plan. And you know, it's interesting what you said about the TFSA and not using it as a bank account because I think a lot of people have been mm-hmm. doing that and you know tfsa has been a part of our lives for a, a long time now 2009 yeah 2009 makes, yeah it makes me feel kind of uh old because i remember um <laughs> producing money topics on the radio when tfsas were coming out and explaining to people what they were and still in the process of doing that i didn't really learn what they were properly because i treated it like a bank account for a really right. long time yeah. as well, like a savings account yeah, and you know it's unfortunate. Some questions that we get on the air, I can't answer. I can't answer it fully because there's so much that goes into it. So um, some we can answer right away, some we can't. So in his case, there's other things we need to know. But yeah, T- TFSA is interesting. They raised the limits for next year, but you know, in the new year, we'll get into that TFSA kind of thing, yeah. right? I think um, we, as financial planners, you know, we can play, like I say, a big role in getting, in rebuilding Canadians' confidence in the market. You know, confidence is knowing whether, to how the weather of turbulent times they could just have, how to get back on track. So confidence right now, unfortunately, is in a short supply because we're so, you know, what is going to happen. But it comes back to proper planning. You know, studies have shown that an overwhelming majority of Canadians, 71%, do not work with a financial advisor. It's weird, right? Um, wow. Well, well, the reason is it's interesting. What? Why? Many say uh, that they have to have more money, and I don't know why. I think they think that we charge them a lot of money. I don't know, or maybe they don't have enough. So, yeah, you think that the, there's a misconception that. If you ha- if if you've just got some modest investments and stuff like that, you don't yeah. really need a financial advisor because it's only when you're dealing with tons and tons of money, yeah. millions and millions of dollars that you would need a financial advisor. But that a bit you know obviously it's a fallacy because the principles are the same, right? The, yeah, I think the things yeah. that you're doing, whether you're investing five hundred dollars or five hundred thousand dollars, the principles the same. It's the same, you exactly gotta, the same. Yeah, yes. the market's I the agree. same market you're investing in. Yeah. Now, others say they don't know where to find a financial planner they can trust. So On the radio. <laughs> right here, or, right now. <laughs> or actually how to get started. Many of them right. don't know. And others are afraid that they're going to be sold something that they don't need. Typically, you know, typically you go to the bank, not to pick on banks, but you go there and you don't get advice. They just tell you, okay, take all your money and stick it here in a GIC and leave it alone. Well, that's not planning. That's just doing nothing, right? Well, that's the products that they sell, right? It's like if you go into a car dealership, they're not going to mm-hmm. sell you a lawnmower, right? right. So yeah. basically, they're not they're selling you what they've got, and that's the nature of the beast, right? That's what they do. So like you said, not to pick on them, they're going to yeah. sell what they've got to sell you. They're going to sell their products, but you know, there's something – different about having an advisor. Right. And and, and the other thing is they, uh, when they serve with people, they say many advisors talk above above them. So many advisors talk above the client. So the client, so they don't understand what they're talking about. They go, what, uh, what is he talking about? I don't know. So they kind of drive you away from getting advice because they intimidate you, which is weird. 
right? So I think, uh, you know, it's time for us financial planners and actually the, in our broader industry, the whole bank, like, is to dispel those concerns um, about that, you know, through actions and change of perceptions. So maybe we'll talk about that after the break. Yeah, and you know what? An educated client is a smarter client, is a client that's going to make more money and going to make more money for, for everyone, and that's a pretty good relationship to have. You want a good relationship with a strong financial advisor, hey, one of the best in the country. He's been named that by, uh, you know, what was it? What, what was the, the professional. ranking? Professional. Yeah. Yeah, well, like professional names you. Yeah among the top 50 financial advisors in the country. You're listening to him right now. You don't know where to find one. I got his number, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. AskKelvin.ca is the website. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. More of your life, your money, coming up here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on Global News Radio. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. AskKelvin.ca is his website. That's Ask K E L V I N.ca. And you can call him anytime at 416 457 7526. Kelvin, you know, we've been sort of ramping down the year a little bit here, talking about mm -hmm. so many of the lessons that we've learned, talking about uh, the, the, story that is the economy and people's money life throughout the year and it's been so it's been a, a, an interesting one to say yeah, the least very, and yeah. you know I, I guess all we can do now is look back at the lessons that we've learned and look forward to apply those lessons in the coming year mm -hmm. and, and like I was saying before the break we as financial advisors financial planners you need to take away and dispel some of the concerns about people, their actions, and change the perception that financial planning is complicated, but it's not. In fact, we should break it down to simple, you know, lowest common denominator. Like we always, like we said in math, right? Bring it down to the lowest thing. Uh, you know, we need to let people know that financial planning is not reserved only for wealthy people, or that it's a sales function. You're going to be sold something to. You're not, we don't sell anything. Uh, we just facilitate goals. And what we should do is plan, is match our investments to our goals. So the first place I would say starting the new year is set some goals for yourself and then match your investments to your goals. And if you do so successively and repeat it, you'll, you'll do very well. And the ups and downs of the stock markets, the ups and downs of the pandemic, the ups and downs of the of, you know, recession and things that happen, you will sail right through it because you've 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 assessed your risk, you've assessed your goals, and you match those investments to the goals, and you'll do really well. Um, you and know, those goals can be yeah, those anyway. goals can be different for a lot of people. I think yeah. oh, right now it could be a goal. Um, maybe you want to move into a bigger house. Maybe you're mm -hmm. taking advantage and you. have thought, you know, I saved a little bit on rent this year. Maybe I want to buy myself a condo a little bit. Maybe you're planning a vacation and maybe next year is the year that yeah. you take it. Hopefully it's... next year is the year that you can take it. We'll see how vaccine rollout goes. But there's a mm -hmm. lot of different things that you can plan for. A new car, sending your kids away to school, yeah, exactly. things like that. There's a lot yeah. of things that you have to save for and plan for in your life. And those are just, like you said, are, people aren't necessarily aligning their investments 
with those goals, goals especially no. if you're among the 71 percent that don't have an advisor exactly. and don't have a financial planner because mm -hmm. you're all you're doing is you're you've got your money doing autopilot things that are cookie cutter things that don't necessarily fit your life and your goals yeah you see i i think you know, i've been doing this for a long time and this year really taught me a lot of things i find financial planning is an essential service for canadians well-being i think I think we are essential service, and I think we need to be there to help people. I mean, these are, like they say, unprecedented times, and it's time for us to step up and make uh, our message heard with courage, strength, and purpose, you know, towards a renewal. There's a fundamental change coming. You know, think about this. These, some of these changes are going to be long-lasting. For example, many employees may start, maybe people may start to fight back um, with the notion of, you know what, I'm not going back to the office five days. I work from home, man, for three days. Think of us. We haven't been to the studio since April. Right. And not, nothing has really changed. I don't have to drive that far. And, yeah. you know, I don't spend time in traffic anymore. Uh, one of the things for me, I can tell you, um, is that this year, my day is done around 3 o'clock prior to covid Man, I wouldn't get home till like 10 in the, at night because I'm out driving to see people. Right. Most clients, you can only see them at night because they're working and it takes them an hour or two to get home. Now, I, it's really funny. Last week was, the, was my last calling out to clients, and I've spoken to every single client four times already this year. We're in a normal, before COVID, and I speak to them maybe twice a year. It's really weird. So it's changed the way that I've done business. What would you say, Kelvin, is the biggest lesson that you've learned through all this? You know, because as you always say, you don't want to be a know-it-all. You know, you could easily be a know-it-all. You're one of the yeah. top financial advisors in the country. You've got 30 plus years of experience doing this. You could say, I know everything. I don't need to learn anything. But right. what's the biggest lesson that you've learned this year? I think the one biggest thing I could say is that I've learned to don't to listen. Don't just spill out things, you know, listen really attentively to what people want and what their and what their thoughts are, because it really changed. It really changed us. Um, so I think the one takeaway I found is that, you know, listen, people are not people know the markets go up and down, but I think they want somebody that they can lend an ear to to listen about their lives and so on. And I think that's one of the biggest things. That, that I've found. They need something. You know, one of the, the big things that I think you know, when, on that thread that you, you just mentioned, you talk to your clients at least four times this year, each one of them. And that's something that I think a lot of people are probably thinking, well, I haven't talked to my advisor that mm -hmm. many times this year. And you're reaching out to people and you're reaching out just to check on them, just to let them know this is where things are going. How are you feeling right. about it? Where do you want th these things to go? Exactly. So it's so it's funny when it first started, it was all about the markets. You know, oh, am I going to lose all my money? Am I going to go broke? Blah, blah. Two months later, two uh, calls, three calls later, it's not about the markets. It's about them. You know, Calvin, you think I can retire in three to five years from now? And that's been a lot of my um, a lot of my work over the last, I would say, three months is working out what they have, what they owe their pensions, their CTP, their old age, 
And can I retire? Because I think people, this pandemic has really taught us that um, life is not just about, you know, money. Life is about living. I know we can't go anywhere, but let's prepare ourselves so that when that time comes again, you know what? I can retire in three to five years and go and enjoy my life. I don't have to wait till I'm 65 or 70 years old. I want to enjoy my life now. And we have the ability, we have all the tools and all the knowledge that can get us there. But we have to sit down with your financial advisor and do some serious planning. And if you do so, I'm telling you, you know, there's always opportunities in chaos, right? And we know we've been through chaos. So always look for opportunities and those kind of things. And if you do so, you will retire in comfort. You will enjoy the rest of your life and have fun. So one thing I can say about the about going in 2021, as far as money is concerned, the market surge in small part because of there's nothing to compare your your there's no rate interest rates are at zero or near zero, so the only game in town is the stock markets, and that's why the professionals on Wall Street are very optimistic about 2021. Remember, $900 billion are coming in stimulus. So re sit down with your advisor, give me a call, end the year off really well, and uh, yeah, we'll be good. Great. You know, looking forward to 2021 with an optimistic eye. Kelvin, thank you so much for everything that you've taught us this year, and thank you so much for helping us uh, you know, get through this year uh, relatively unscathed, uh, and uh, and for you know a lot of your clients doing pretty well. So that's mm-hmm. good news, and uh, looking forward to 2021 in your life and in your money. AskKelvin.ca is the website. Four one six four five seven seven five two six. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Kelvin. Yes, Merry Christmas to everyone. Also, have a good time. AskKelvin.ca is the website. Ask K E L V I N dot C A four one six four five seven seven five two six that's four one six four five seven plan thank you all for listening the preceding program is a specialty program unless otherwise identified the participants on the program are not employees of chorus entertainment opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of global news radio 640 toronto